Blog Talk Radio. This is Barbara Calvano, and welcome to Let's Ask the Angels here on Blog Talk Radio, most Saturdays, actually, at 4 p.m., and I am looking for a new time slot. Today, I had some available time, so here I am, and I'm based in New York City, and I am an angel intuitive and a life coach. If you'd like to know more about me, please visit my website, which is bcalvanocoaching.com and also at Facebook at B. Calvano Coaching. And uh, what I do on my show is I help you connect with your angels, ascended masters, trust your intuition so that you can receive information, suggestions, possibilities to live your life with the greatest amount of ease and grace. And I've been here on Blog Talk Radio for about five years now. And I really enjoy coaching people, helping them see their blind spots, see things that they may not be fully conscious of that can help them um, proceed, you know, proceed in those areas of your life that really mean a lot to you and really live, live with a lot of joy. And throughout my radio shows, I share a lot about my own experiences that what I've gone through and how the angels have helped me actually even save my life. So it's uh, no small thing to connect with your angels. And I also highly, highly suggest courses and workshops. But one of the things I love about working with the angels is the immediacy. They are all around us, regardless of our background, of our spiritual persuasion or lack of. They are with us. In fact, we're born with them around us. And they're here to help us, give us information, give us guidance, and, again, even save our life in certain situations where we're at risk. So it really is about learning to trust those messages that you are already receiving. And sometimes in my readings with the angel cards or even with my channeled messages that I receive, I can help you see that you probably already know the things that you need to do and just need that, that confirmation that that is indeed what you should proceed with. You know, one of the reasons why I was guided to have the show tonight is with um, all the energy going in and around everything in, in our country. I am here in the United States, but especially with the um, Harvey Weinstein situation, bringing up um, his allegations of sexual abuse, and it's really not only bringing up past memories for myself, which I have healed, thank goodness. It wasn't easy, but it took actually years. So I know right now many women and men are triggered by the the news and the social media, and this is something that's accelerated because I believe it really got started with the uh, person who's um, president right now. His energy is not exactly the most calming energy and may have started to instigate and stir those memories 
and experiences that want to be healed. And again, it is not an easy process, but I believe and many of my colleagues believe that this is a time of great transformation and healing, which is part of my title for tonight. We are undergoing a profound, huge change on the planet. And oftentimes when there's change, what we see first is everything that is not working. And it's accelerating, and it can be very overwhelming. And it, you, you can accumulate some of these images and experiences experiences of all the distress happening on the planet and especially the United States with the fires and the hurricanes and now with these uh, deeper energies about uh, having perhaps been victimized, whether it was um, by casual touching or actual trauma, a lot of this will affect us. It'll affect our psyche. It'll affect our energies. And we could easily just spend the rest of our lives feeling trapped, scared, angry in these emotions. And one of the things about working with the angels is that they help us to clear a certain amount, a great amount of our stress so that we can then take the actions that we need to, to perhaps seek a counselor, seek a therapist, seek a course or a workshop. You know, living a life fully awake is courageous, and not everybody wants that. I mean, how easy it is to go through life with a lot of, um, how do I say, bad habits. And I'm talking on the topic of healing and transformation. So that's for people who really want a better life, not only for themselves, ourselves, but for other others. And when we heal ourselves, we actually heal and begin healing our family environment, even without even saying anything. Because when we can shift our energy from being only in fear and anger to possibility of acceptance and surrender, that shifts the energy in our aura and then for those who are near us, near and dear to us also. So, again, I was guided to get on and talk about the hashtag Uh, Me Too, that's been going around on um, social media. So many of us, I mean, there's a percentage of people have been affected. They've been abused, sexually abused. And this can, again, really suppress a human being to being scared, ashamed, angry, all of these emotions. And when we ask the angels to help us, it could be literally just, please take this Take these memories today that I'm feeling that are very difficult. We're not asking you to put them under in a box again or to push them down. What the angels are even saying, and as I will go through the reading for the week, is it is a time to know that you are not alone and many of us have been able to heal from it. We've been able to take these experiences that were horrendous, that were so awful, Many people in the public eye have come forward about their own experiences, including Oprah. You know, when we have been traumatized by even family members, people we trusted, but we've been able to forgive and then help others. I'm telling you, for many of us, 
we had such trauma that the experience was something that our body, our, even our spirit protected us so we would not be present. We checked out so we would not feel it. We would not accept it. And so it stayed buried in us. And so many of us, including myself, drank alcohol over it for years. Mostly mine started from tw- at the age 21 till about 35. You know, I just felt this experience of just feeling so sensitive, so scared of life. Even though I had gone through college, I'd been an exceptional student, been a very, very great dancer. That was my college degree in performing arts. I had all the outside external looks of everything was fine, but inside I was terrified. And, you know, I thought that was just because I was a triple Pisces. But little did I know that There were experiences deep within me that had happened that I didn't remember. And it wasn't until I got sober and about, I'm sober now 27 years, at about the 20th year that I was able to be ready to look at and feel the tremendous amount of emotion, anger, terror, sadness that came up to be healed. The angels are telling me that for some of you, it won't take 20 years. It will not take that long because there's in the consciousness of women and men who are coming forward of healing. There's a tremendous space of healing and the possibility of it. And we remove the shame of it. So if indeed, and I know many people are experiencing a type of post-traumatic stress, with all of the energy being pointed towards this news item about this very, very high-powered executive in Hollywood who did these things. And we all know that, there, that it, this occurred in many places. So instead of feeling like a victim, which is the first step, is to admit that you felt powerless, and we did feel powerless, that we can begin to heal You know, this is not like just get over it, you know. No, no, no. This is about, all right, another person. If Barbara got over her own experiences of having been traumatized as a toddler to the extent that I could not have children as an adult, and I didn't know this, not until I visited a gynecologist in my 40s, that she began to say to me, what happened to you? And I'm saying, what do you mean? Well, I can see you have gone through a lot. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, I had. But little did I know that my own physicality had been really affected to the part where I could not have children. And as a woman, I had horrible periods in my teens. And I just, again, thought that was just part of my makeup. But so many of us have had things happen to us that are, it's like a mystery. It's in a Pandora's box. And we can even go through life thinking, maybe there's just something wrong with me. I just don't fit in. I'm I'm depressed all the time or I just don't fit in. You know, I could walk around saying for the rest of my life that I'm half Japanese. You know, that was my experience of being multicultural. Or someone could be black or someone could be poor or someone could be anything. Even white. Doesn't matter. We all have experienced this in one way or the other. And the great news, the great healing that is happening is that we have even more people, again, who are raising the consciousness, coming forward, healing themselves, doing the work. Many of us have been doing it. 
so that we can embrace those of you who are ready to complete that wound and by stepping into your power in a way that you only dreamed of. That here, I could be talking to strangers on the radio versus being someone so un- so shy and so withdrawn and scared to even have a voice in the world because I just thought I didn't have a voice. I just thought maybe I was going to be one of those quiet, silent ones who just made art, which I still do, in the corner of an art room. So the angels are saying we are ready to help any of you who are willing and ready to heal 100% whole and completely. The only requirement is that you be willing. And that's the next step after something has happened. Or maybe you are in your world right now not knowing. Something's off. I'm not quite sure. And you may be numbing yourself with overeating, overspending, over-perfectionalism, over-trying to be too skinny. I, I did that also as a dancer, thinking perfection would make me happier and more at peace. And that wasn't the answer. The answer came to me one day when I had an actual spiritual awakening. And this was before I was talking about and sharing about angels, but I was in those church basement meeting rooms and reading the big book, it's called, and, and doing the Lord's Prayer over and over and over again, not knowing I was really connecting with God in a way I'd never done before. And by doing so, I had a spiritual awakening. And what does that mean? What does that look like? I had an experience of deep inner peace. A peace that I will say is described in the Bible and other places as a peace that goes beyond understanding. All of a sudden, I felt this lightness inside of me. My solar plexus, my stomach area relaxed in a way I had never felt relaxation before. And I knew in that moment that's all I've ever been looking for is to feel safe, just to feel safe in my own skin, regardless whether I had had a boyfriend or not or what the job I was doing was great. Nothing external. Just being able to be in my body and feel at home. And that was my spiritual awakening, one of many I had, because after that there were more. But that began my sense of there's nothing to run from. And again, there's real fear and there's real goals and things that we want, but I felt I had arrived. No report card with the straight A's or no perfect weight a perfect haircut or perfect paintings I was doing or a perfect body that I was creating through dance and exercise. None of that mattered. What mattered was I could feel this complete sense of peace just sitting in a chair, just being with a bunch of strangers, talking about our lives, talking about our issues, not having to prove anything anymore. And I share that because that is part of the healing and transformation. And again, it took a few years. But by the time one day I had the memory of having had this horrible experience that had happened to me as a young, young, young child, I was able to breathe it in and breathe it out. 
I was able to just let the experience come up into my body while I was lying in my bed and remembering this experience and just, yes, say yes, this is what happened. Mm -hmm. And yes, uh uh-huh, it is that person. I suspected it was that person. And what I was called to do in that moment is, would I be able to forgive? Would I be able to forgive this person? And because I had done the preparation work, which is the daily spiritual practices that you could learn in a 12-step program or working with the angels from any coach or angel intuitive, I knew that if I didn't forgive, I would forever be in a box of anger. And I felt too good today, that day, to add more anger. I had opened the door to possibility of being free, and I was not going to go back. I was not going to go back and feel that type of restriction and anger anymore. Do I feel the ability to be passionate about things that are wrong in the world? Absolutely. Absolutely. But I no longer have to put it in my body. I'm no longer having to experience the trauma and the pain. So that's part of the message today. Transformation and healing can happen. First comes with saying, I am ready, I'm willing, and then asking for it. And then asking for that healing. And then being ready to take the actions that you hear. And the actions may be totally opposite to what you think you should do. It may be uncomfortable, but that's the beginning of the process of the healing. It's to take us to the next level of of having us being able to connect to the world. And when you can connect to the world, magical things happen. At the age of 40, I went to acting school. Who knew that I wanted to really use my voice? That came about. And then right before that, I got married from me not being able to trust men and having horrible relationships before then, I met my husband, and now I'm married 27 years. Can you see also, 27 years sober and marriage, they coincide. When I learned that I could be present and vulnerable in my body, that made all the difference to being able to be in a relationship with another person. And when we work with the angels, and especially Archangel Michael and the other archangels, too, but Archangel Michael can help us, give us courage, confidence, and strength. And there, there are those of you who already are working directly with God or Jesus. Do that. But know that it is time that if you're feeling anxiety and stress, we can just give it over. Just like you're giving away a newspaper that doesn't, that's old, you can just give that energy over. Now, I described this seeing the angels in front of you holding the golden bucket and literally pouring from your heart and your mind and your body any uncomfortability, any sadness, any stress, letting it pour out of you into that bucket like a channel, just seeing it all go and leaving your body. The angels are also saying one has to know that it's possible to have perfect peace. Does that mean you're not going to be affected by things? No. It means you'll breathe and know that place of of peace, of centeredness. Though when things come at you that are not peaceful 
and they're agitating and that may cause you to react, you will notice it. You might react on a level of one to 10, a one, but you'll no longer have to go number, you know, 10 wild and go gangbusters and angry and break things and curse. And if you do, you could forgive yourself, but most likely you won't. It's the ability to know that deep at the center core of your being is a place of peace. And then know that as humans, we are going to feel everything. But the potential is that you're going to feel even more. More meaning, more joy, more the word I can just see, awe, more inspiration, more possibility, more greatness, even at the same time living today with so many things that may look like they're going wrong. The existence of beauty and joy and happiness is there. It is present. So right now I want to go into the uh, messages for the week, which are for October 16th through the 22nd. And even before I do that, I want to welcome any of the listeners who are in the New York City tri-state area because I will be a speaker at the New Life Expo in New York City on October 29th. A little clicking sound in the background is one of my cats playing with a box. But I'm going to be a speaker at the New Life Expo, and I will be there on October 29th at 12 o'clock giving a talk and we're going to do, be doing healing meditations. I'm going to be giving away one of my one hour sessions there as a raffle prize. And my title of the talk is co-creating an extraordinary life with God and the angels. So we will be doing a very powerful healing meditation, much of which I've been describing here today on this show. So all that information again is at my website. So for the week, I was guided to use the card decked by Kyle Gray called the Keepers of the Light. And, and what we're noticing here is that, let me take a sip, well, sip of water for a moment. We have great beings, great love guiding us, looking over us. And that's one of the aspects of connecting with the angels is that you, we're not alone. What you could feel so alone with your issues and problems and circumstances. But when you begin to really connect with the universe, you will sense the divine beings that are around you. And these divine beings are good and they're helpful. If you ever have a feeling of a being around you that actually makes you feel, feel ill or afraid, that's not um, a being that we really want to welcome. And they can be around us. One of the things I learned from my teachers and mentor Doreen Virtue is to say Jesus of Nazareth. Just say his name and they will just leave, pure and simple. Make sure you shield yourself daily. If you're working with the beings, if you're working with ascended masters, make sure that you are cutting cords and clearing yourself daily. It is an absolute must because As soon as you open your aura and your heart to anything in the universe, you're an open door. So it's really important to shield and guide yourself, you know, clear yourself so that you are um, not going to be affected. This is not to scare you, but it's also like a 
um, preamble for many, many people who are working with these um, supernatural experiences and techniques and things. It is um, no joke. It's no joke. So I only work with the angels and a few of the ascended masters. I don't do Wicca. I don't do, although that can work well for other people, I don't do that. I work primarily with the angels, archangels, Jesus and Mary, and here some of these guided masters that Kyle Gray works with. I'm very, very particular about the card decks that I use and what I can say from, from all of this experiences is that for being 63 years old, I have incredible health. I no longer have depression. I, I have an incredible marriage. I do work that I really love. And my family relationships are wonderful. So these are not small things. And they come from what I say, I keep my intention and I keep my connections very pure and I'm not perfect, but I also know that I'm not going to dabble with um, beings from um, other dimensions and things that I don't feel that resonate with me clearly. And I am not able to see a, what is the word, a result, a tangible result in my life from working with them. One of the things I see from many people who do work with other dimensional beings and are not grounded first is that they seem to have a very mood swings. They also have um, still a deep connection to being depressed and having to check out. And that's just something that I see. I don't see it as a clause, but I'm saying for myself, I only teach my clients to work carefully with loving beings. So here we go. The very first card message is from Horace. And it's the Cosmic Gateway. It says, your thoughts are magnetic and powerful. Miraculous changes are occurring. And this um, being is from the Egyptian times. And Horus also was the twin flame of Isis. So what we're going to see in this reading is that there's a balancing of male and female right now. The yin and the yang that is really powerful. And if you know yourself to be more too yin, like too much, a little passive and receiving, it's time to balance that energy in your life with the yang energy, which very well could be if you're doing very light exercise, you may want to do something that's even a little more strong. You know, it's a simple thing as changing the physical energy that you're doing in your life. So right now, watch what you're thinking. Our thoughts are so powerful right now, and miraculous changes are happening on the planet. Even in the midst of us seeing so much that looks like it's not working, there's equally and more positive things that are happening. And that's one of the things that me and my colleagues are doing is to remind people there is such positive transformation happening. We need to anchor in that so that we can experience that bliss, that peace and quiet in the midst of a lot of turmoil. We are the light workers. We are the light bearers, and we can do that. The next message is the divine director, which is intervention and purpose. Divine intervention is occurring. Know that you are being guided. Happiness is your purpose. So it's very easy to be pulled by negativity, or we can even describe it as darker forces right now. It's very easily to be swayed. Even the meme going around on social media of uh, Me Too 
you know, it's very important to share and let people know how many of us have been affected by this uh, neg- negative sexual pred- predator energy. But at the same time, we also want to share how many of us have been empowered, how many of us have gone through the, the crisis healing and healed ourselves, letting people know, yes, me too, but I have conquered it. I have forgiven those who hurt me. I have been able to do that. It wasn't easy, but there are many of us who are leading the way and have done that work. So it's important that we take this and know that, yes, we want to come through and share our pain and our shame and our suffering, but at the same time, the other end of it, we led the way. We led ourselves towards the light. We did the work. It was not easy, but it was worth every breath And now I can help others, as many of my colleagues can. We can surpass, move on from any, any situation that has ever held us back. And so the divine director is helping us with that. All we have to do is ask. And it takes something to to really allow yourself to feel all that pain, all the suffering. What's easy to do is numb ourselves out, whether it's with weed any other drugs, alcohol, sugar, food. So that's where the, the catch-22 is. We're, it is a time of great healing. But can we sit and feel our feelings for one day, two days, three days, four days? And from that, we find out that we are so, so capable, that we can feel those feelings, and we're not going to fall apart. You may cry, you may get angry, but we're not going to die. We're not going to go crazy. We're going to be able to hold all of that energy and give it away. Give it away to our community, give it away to God, give it away to the angels. And we don't have to sit in our pain in the darkness any longer. And then the next card is Commander Ashtar, call to action. Take charge, lead by example. Walk your talk. So many of you may have questions who are wanting a reading tonight. These uh, cards and messages are for you, too. Where in your life do you know that it's time to walk your talk, to lead by example, to take charge? You know, when I, I'm the only one in my family that has ever gotten sober, there's no one who's an active alcoholic anymore, but just because you don't drink alcohol doesn't mean you don't have the personality of addiction. Russell Brand right now has an incredible book out there called Recovery. I had the chance to work with him in, in the film Arthur a while back, not personally in the same scene, but I'm in the movie as Asian Hobson. I actually sat in Helen Mirren's dressing room in her chair. I wore her clothes because I was supposed to mimic and be the Asian persona of her. But I bring that up because of that he went through his recovery. And he's out there talking about, we all have a program that we're living, program, which is like a computer program in our brain, in our body, can be unconscious. We could just be walking through life reacting, reacting, reacting. And when we choose a program of sobriety, what that means is we learn to not react in anger. We learn to sit in our stillness 
and not have to choose anger. That's the main thing the angels are saying. So many of us just need to realize we do not have to be holding all the anger. We can be passionate, concerned, and wanting to take actions, but we don't have to be walking around with all the anger. We hold the anger until we're ready to let it go. When we hold on to the anger for long periods of time, my husband's a chiropractor, so he takes care of a lot of patients. He's been doing it for over 30 years. You hold on to tension and emotion that is negative, it, it hurts your body, and it leads to illness, period. There's no way around it. There's just no way around it. You want tension, stress, you want to be stressed out and get ill, stay angry. And there's viable anger. You know, there are things that we need to be angry about, but there's a way to do it so that we do not put it in, we don't keep it in our muscles and our tissues. It's not something that I learned how to do. I, I mean, naturally, I had to learn this because in my family, people yelled, people fought, people got hit. You know, it's just for many people in, on this planet, the normal reaction is to fight back go to war. So right now we have this call to action. Where in an area of your life do you know now it's time to take charge? It is time to lead by example, walk your talk. And there's help from the beings, loving angels to support. If you know it's time to find a new job, to find a new relationship, to find a new place to live, you may be in a situation right now where you've lost everything. The people who have lost their homes completely in the hurricanes, in the fires. Now what? Even those people, there will be help. There is tremendous love. And there will be reasons and understandings that why things happened. And they may not be knowable in this moment. But the more we can have acceptance and know that we are connected to a power way higher and bigger than ourselves, the more ease and grace can enter our lives. And then the last card for this week is from Radha, Soul Flame. Rediscover a lost part of yourself. Experience relationship harmony and healing. And Radha is the twin flame of Krishna. So again, now we have the feminine side of the masculine energy and the feminine part now in our reading is here to let us know in order to attract that loving partner and that partner could be that great job. That could be that great health. It could be that great person that you've been thinking about and wanting to be with. Some people call it the twin flame. We must learn to love ourselves. And then we go back to those aspects of great healing and transformation that's happening right now is all available to us when we can accept those parts of us that we were embarrassed about. We were maybe embarrassed about being poor when we were younger or we were being emotionally abused, physically abused at home, but we didn't tell anyone. We just went about our ways. We went to school. We just did our best knowing we just wanted to move on from all this. Many of us have this in our lives. Many of us, many children. But Radha is here helping us 
to love ourselves, each and every one of us right now, wherever we are in the spectrum, wherever we are in our cultural, you know, divides and even our financial status, our educational status, it doesn't matter. Our colors, rediscover a lost part of yourself. Experience relationship harmony and healing. So that part that maybe you had when you were really young, those moments when you were happy for those few moments. It could be high school. It could be college, anytime. But we easily can forget that we have the ability to create magic. And what is magic? Being able to create awe and surprise in our lives. I had an experience back in August with my parents. They're 84. And I've been there still alive and they're pretty healthy. But there are moments and times where I get a concern about them getting older. And I've had my other friends lose their parents and even my husband lost his parents. And the thought of them not being here really touches my heart. And I had asked in prayer for just help. Help me ease my worry. Help me ease my worry about them dying one day, which we, they are going to do, which I am going to do and you are going to do. And I also had a question about some um, problems I was having with one of my brothers and his wife and family. And I just didn't want it to go on anymore. I felt like a hypocrite. I could help others with their family issues, but I couldn't help myself and my own. And then next morning, I had an experience where my prayers were answered. Uh, My parents wanted to drive me to the airport so I could go back to New York City. And my mother just placed in front of me a book, one of her books that she had for her Bible reading class which um, she had been going to with my father for the past maybe 10, 15 years. And I didn't think much of it because, you know, my father and I had had issues and problems before, but I was so grateful that he found the church and he had really changed and he was enjoying teaching this Bible study class. And in the moment she placed this book in front of me, I looked at it. And recently one of my, my favorite teachers had had a conversion. She had had a moment where Jesus actually appeared before her. And it's been a little startling for all of us, but she had a real experience and she's making changes in her life. So that possibility of a relationship with Jesus that's very, very, even more 3D and palpable than we could ever even dream of kind of exists in my mind. All I knew was that this possibility of, of how could Jesus, because I didn't go to church every day as a Christian, even though I am an Episcopalian. In that book, I just opened it up. And on the page that I looked down at, it talked about how to deal with um, difficult people. And there were a couple sentences. And all I can say is that what I saw was that the basic answers, the basic questions that we have, problems, could possibly be healed with just asking Jesus for help. And I'm not here to convert any of you and all of you into Christianity. That is not what I'm about. What I'm about is today in this world, in this paradigm, in this energetic frequency, there are answers that are right in front of our eyes. And 
All we need to do is be open. Just be open. Be open that that which you are looking for is right there in front of you, right there in front of you. If I had gone into that moment and said, oh, that's a nice book, Mom, and just put it aside, I would not have had that moment. And also in that moment, I realized that my mother and father were going to be fine. I really got that they had an incredible connection to Jesus and the word and the work that they were doing. I didn't have to worry. That incessant worry, heaviness, just lifted. And also the relationship with my brother and my sister-in-law, what I saw was that it just disappeared. It just disappeared. I asked for healing and the healing happened. All I can say is that I didn't feel the remorse or guilt or shame of, have, of not having had a great relationship with them. What I saw was that I have the love and that was huge. So anyway, so the messages for this week are basically we are so protected. Are we willing to accept the help around us? Watch our thoughts. What is it that we want? Say what you want. Affirm what you want, not what you don't want. It's that simple. And then take the guidance and take an action. That action can be so small, but in the universe and in the eyes of all the angels and God, it's a big yes. It's a big thumbs up, and they will assist. So that, those are the messages for the week. I have um, a caller here that I'm going to do a reading for now. And let me just ask your name. And here you go. I'm going to just do some readings right now from the listeners. Thank you for waiting. Hello, area code 302. What is your name and how can we help you today? Hi, my name is Cindy. How are you this evening? Hi, Cindy. I'm doing great. Thank you for waiting. And thank you for listening oh, to the you're show. Welcome. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Over the weekend, have a very close friend of mine, a male friend of mine. And I've just been feeling him pull away for the past few months. Um, this weekend we had a bit of a disagreement. He took mm-hmm. a joke the wrong way, I guess you could say, and was basically like cutting me off. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you see us coming back from this, us mending this? Like do we okay. both just need some space from each other? Okay, so yeah, um, if you're new to my show, I don't really do like fortune-telling. But what I can do mm-hmm. is I can sense, like, the energy. So you, from what you said already, how you prefaced the whole question was that you hadn't been really, he's been distancing himself recently already. Is that correct? Yes, I've been kind of feeling him pull away. I mean, we're very, okay. very, very good friends. And I, I guess I spooked him, like I said, a couple months ago when I expressed that I had more than friends' feelings for him. And he said that he was good with it and everything was fine and nothing would change. But mm-hmm. after that, he just got a little standoffish. And okay. I feel like he's just been looking for excuses to pull away. Okay. No. no that's, thank you for giving me that little extra information. So one of the things that we see is that a man, you know, since you're interested in a man, and you're interested in furthering the relationship, this, it's, it's so basic, as I was just saying before I took you on the call, is that if the message is already there, if a person really cares about us and they really want to be with us, 
they will jump over fences and they will swim across rivers to be with us. It's that simple. They will, that's what they'll do. When I met my husband to be, I had, I was taking this course and I decided to change the way I was approaching men. And I basically said, listen, Lou, I'd love to date you, but only if you're not dating anybody else. And at that time he was dating someone else. And I said, well, if you ever break up with her, then, you know, feel free to call me. And um, he called me in two days. He said, I, I really wanted to date you. And I saw that I was in a relationship that really wasn't going anywhere. And um, that's how that went. So it's what I sense from this is that he's not up to being with you. Otherwise, he would make the effort. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. And if you really mm-hmm. want to be in a committed relationship, which you deserve to be, then it would be best for you to have the conversation. You know, you actually could say, listen, um, as straight as you're being with me, you know, I just want to know where you're at because I would really like to be in a committed relationship with you and let him have the opportunity to say what he needs to say and also give you a chance to be able to be courageous enough to hear yes or no. Mm -hmm. Um, What I got, I pulled one card for you from the romance deck and it says time apart from your partner is on the horizon. So what happens is sometimes when people are clearly apart, like no communication. Um, I have one of my clients, she was apart from her first boyfriend that she came to consult with me about for about two years. And then she did some work on herself. Now she's back with him. It's, and it's the perfect relationship now. You know, So right. you could have time apart and there may be some things that you need to heal. Like, I don't know what you, you know, there's just maybe some things that you may need to heal so that you truly love yourself, whether that means, you know, um, getting healthy. If you know, you know that maybe you need to um, not, I'm not talking about getting a perfect body, but you're doing those things that will give you really good, healthy self-esteem, right? So that mm-hmm. right. the person would really love you. Now, this what I'm sensing already is this person is not the one. Otherwise, they, they'd be hounding you. Okay? Now, hounding mean, you know, they'd be like all over you, wanting to be with you, calling you, bringing you flowers, the whole thing. And oftentimes what we don't want is we don't want to hear the no. You know, we're in, we stay in limbo or in hope thinking there's something. And one of the best things we can do is get on the phone you could either ask to meet them in person or you could just ask them over the phone. I wouldn't do it by text or email. I'd say, listen, I really care about you. There's something that I was thinking that was going somewhere, but I need to know if this is a um, yes or no relationship. It's going to, that it's going to, you know, have a, yeah. Right. Well, that's the thing. At the beginning, he was hounding me. He was chasing me like okay. it was his job. And I was, I was being very standoffish, you know, it's kind of like, oh, okay. what are your intentions? I wanted to take it slow. And then mm-hmm. at that point, he'd already moved on and started seeing someone. But this whole time, it's been five years now, we've always remained friends. We okay. still text, you know, frequently and talk frequently. It's just like I said, I've noticed the past couple months, that he's just been very standoffish with me. And it's almost like he's been looking for an excuse to pick up a, a silly little disagreement. Yeah. Well, I'm sensing that he may have someone else in his life. Mm-hmm. You know? And, yeah. Um, yeah. And that's what often, that's what often men, that's what their normal behavior is. 
Like if you haven't had intimate relationships with him or, you know, if you're just friends and, he, you know, he had left and, and saw someone else, then he's probably most likely he's, he's interested in someone else. And the mm-hmm. best way to find out is to just have the honest conversation. That's the, that's it. You just ask everything straight out. I just need to know, are you, you know, are you seeing someone else? Is there any possibility for me and you being together for committed relationship? And you will get yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. You'll you'll just get the answer. Because in order Mm -hmm. to have a relationship to really work, two people need to be totally, totally upfront, you know, and maybe in the beginning, you know, he got, he may have gotten, um, not turned off, but if you didn't give him the immediate feedback, the immediate reaction that he was looking for, he may have felt that you weren't interested in the way that he was. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what I kind of kick myself for every day. It's just like mm-hmm. I was, he was just coming on really strong at first, like yeah. actually coming into my job like every day, almost like okay. stalker. <laughs> okay. It's like, well, okay. Sense. I mean, I liked him, but I just was trying to play it cool. Okay, well, there's a sense that you two are not right for each other, I'm just going to say. I pulled one card for you since mm-hmm. I, I have the time. Another one is Renewal with Archangel Jeremiah. And here it says, review and evaluate a favorable assessment of the facts. What we want is we want an assessment of the facts and then time to move in a new direction. So the new direction, could, and it shows a man and a woman at the beach very happy. So I'm sensing that, you know, sometimes we meet someone and it's just to teach us a lesson. It's not the one. It's the one that's going to teach us a lesson. And the lesson very well could be that you learned what the lesson was. There are several lessons. I I really did, and that's what I'm still trying to figure out. I do realize that, that sometimes people come into your life just to teach you a lesson, but I'm just like, like I'm still trying to figure out what the lesson is. Well, well, you described it, number one, he came in very strong, almost like a stalker. You easily could have said, hi, man, you're so great that I can tell, you know, you think you're really great. What, you know, like, what's up? And, you know, women can actually say, what's up? The man, might, the man or the woman cause it could switch, could say, I'm only interested in a physical relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we have to start being very real instead of putting it into like a romantic fantasy of stuff happening to us. We wouldn't do that in a job or something, right? <laughs> you know? So right. I, would, I yeah. say, listen, hey, I think you're pretty cool, but, you know, like, what's up? And then he could just. Yeah, at that point, when I did, it was already too late. He, you know, I asked him to do something like go to a baseball game with me or something. He was yeah. like, oh, it'd be a great idea and you're a great girl, but I've already started seeing somebody. I'm like, uh oh. Mm-hmm. And then, but there's the other I lesson. You could long. have just said, he's not. Yeah, so you, instead of feeling. People are, tell, people are giving us messages all the time, especially in, in romantic relationships, but we tend to only choose the ones that we choose the answers that we like and we ignore the, the messages that we don't like, you know, so, you know, you deserve someone who wants to give you 100% attention. And if not attention, honesty, what I mean by attention is rigorous honesty and completion. And you're only Mm going to get that is if you kind of demand that you become, that's just who you are. And then no one will be able to walk over you or lie to you. You just have to notice that what you're attracting 
is that which you are saying is okay. All right. So that's what I say the lesson, how this person was treating you was pretty much how you, know, you did take some directive, but what you want to do is get completion with this, get on the phone and find out where you and he are at. And then you'll know it's that simple. And, and the reason why we hesitate, you might hesitate is because you possibly don't want to know the truth. Right. Like something's going to meet, but if the person's already not the one, it doesn't matter if he says, you know, he's interested in someone else because you already know that it's time for you to close the door and move on. You deserve to be happy (laughs) with someone who wants to be with you and not create drama. If all you're getting from the relationship is a drama, you already know it's, it's not the one. Like, cause we're not in grade school. It's not a high school thing. Right. You don't have time for that. Yeah, exactly. I've, I've said that. <laughs> and, you know, I often say to myself too, hurt people, hurt people, you know, and I, I think exactly. to myself is, is he that hurt that he has to pick little stupid fights with me all the time? I'm like, you're really hurting. Now, mind you, he mm-hmm. came out of a divorce several years ago okay. with a okay. woman who cheated on him three times with the same man. So I think he has okay. trust issues with women, honestly. Yeah, until he gets that healed. And it sounds like to me that it's not healed. That's what I see. Mm-hmm. And again, I got the separation card. So he could like, if he, if there was some glimmer that he was interested, he just may need to go off and do that healing for a year or two. Yeah. Two years go, yeah. can go by fast. I mean, I can say to, you know, he can say something and I can say to him, you know, you really hurt my feelings like I did the other night. And he said, oh, geez, here we go. Okay. Then he's not, <laughs> then he's not what mature enough. Yeah. They let each other know. It doesn't sound like this. The first two cards is separation, time apart from your partner who's on the horizon. And the second one is it's time for you to review and evaluate your life, your whole life. So this is not just about him. A favorable assessment of the facts. Get the facts. And then we're in a powerful period right now. This week, this October to the end of the year, you can create what you want. But you have to be willing to hear what you don't want. And know that you're big enough uh-huh. and strong enough. And if you're not, then you got to take a look at what you need to heal. Like what could be there that you, that you might, that rejection would, would be so bad. Do you know? Like why would we uh-huh. feel that, we, that rejection from someone who doesn't want us should be such a big deal? Do you know what I mean? So there's uh-huh. some part of you that needs to forgive somebody from the past who may have made you feel unworthy or unlovable and heal that part of yourself. And it all, all of it could be is just you tonight, just having a prayer with you and your angels and saying, listen, I'm going to forgive any man or any situation that um, upset me or someone who was disloyal or betrayed me where I gave, gave away my power, which meant that I gave away that I was unlovable you know, because you don't need just anybody. You know, many of us did that. I did that for many years. A man smiled at me. I was ready to move in with him. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I just didn't know mm-hmm. that I was doing that. You know, then one day I, I, it occurred to me I could have a kind, gentle person who was honest. Duh. It took me a lot of tries before I got that. So I'm letting you know. I'm sharing that with you. You deserve someone who could be honest, you know, and that you could be totally honest with. 
because the relationship is only going to work to the level that you guys can communicate everything, not just say one little, say one thing, hurt somebody's feelings, and then it goes on for months unreconciled. That's way mm-hmm. too draining. That's just, there's just no joy to that, you know? There's no joy. Yeah. And that's not what a relationship is about. That's kind of like an imbalance of emotional upset. That's all that is. It's not a real relationship. Right. No. So you deserve much, much better. And it will come from you accepting here. Two, both of these cards, one is time apart from your partners on the horizon. The other one is time again, time. The angels want you to know that your time is so valuable and you cannot replace it. You know, the time that you spend with someone who's not really there for you is, is giving away, you're just giving away your gold, your life. It's time to move in a new direction. And that's what I have for you today. Okay. Yes. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for listening today. And um, be sure to, if you feel guided, follow me here and you'll know when my next show is because I'm not sure if it's going to be in the morning or in the evening again. But thank you so, so much for calling in today. Oh, you're very welcome. Have a good night. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, so I have time for one quick one here. Um, it's area code 773. What is your name and how can I help you today? Hello there. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hey, my name's Joe. Hi, Joe. Is there a question that Joe, you might have? I, yes. I do. And it's along the line of relationships, but it's, it's more about my friends. Mm-hmm. And I just noticed, um, you know, people, are, I'm not sure if it's me or if it's just energy or change. Um, I had a friend and a couple friends where I put so much work into the friendship and it's, I just feel like, you know, are, do they still want to be friends because it's not being reciprocated back? Mm-hmm. And I had one friend just uh, the other day I called and I was talking to her. She lives in my old hometown and she was so upset about politics. And I said, wow, you know, I don't want to talk about politics. It's obviously making me upset. And, you know, how are you, what else is going on? She was so upset and hung up on me and hasn't talked to me in a couple of okay. days. And I'm like, wow. So okay. I just, okay. yeah. So I don't have a lot of time. So I'm going to give you a quick, like energetic uh, assessment, reading from this. You're in a different place than those uh, friends, especially that last one you described. You're in a different place. And they need the people that they can commiserate and share that vibration with. And you are at a, I don't want to say a better vibration, but you're in a higher vibration. You're able to find a way to know that all this stuff is happening in the world with the politics, but that there is another, we can detach from it for half an hour or an hour and talk about other things. And there are other people Mm -hmm. that are really stuck in their suffering and struggle with what's happening and how they're impacted by those thoughts and the ideas of of all that's going on. But you're in a different vibration. And there are times in our lives when we are going to move apart, when we are shifting to the level, I'm going to say the vibration that we need to be in so that we can fulfill, fulfill on our life purpose. 
So there perhaps is something in your life right now where it's time for you to step in a new direction, which is was one of my um, card messages for the week. Tech, lead by example, walk your talk. There's something that you need to step into, and you'll have to um, leave those other friends. And know that it's not personal. Your vibration is, has shifted. You've done work on yourself. You've released certain things. You've done some healing and your vibration is just ready to attract different people. Does that make sense? Well, hopefully, yeah, and hopefully mm-hmm. I can. <laughs> yeah. So I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. And know that, um, especially the politics things, that energy can be very heavy and, and dark, wow. and it can be very um, toxic in a way, too. And you're able to see a lighter, brighter experience in life so the best thing you can do is keep being that light you will attract other people who want to share that light with you and we have to be careful because it's easy to get pulled back into the old but you can't step you can't be in two places at once you you understand Mm -hmm. you can't stand in the darkness and stand in the light and know that you'll be fine and they'll be fine but you you know if you go to the to the old, you may still be pulled in the direction of not fulfilling your energies. There's something that you, you're being called to do, make some changes in your life. And you'll better be able to do that with moving forward and finding some new friends, either in a class, a course. Um, yeah, that's what I see. And as I said to the last caller, um, if someone hangs up for you because you don't want to talk about politics, I would just like give that a rest because you don't need that. You don't t- need to engage in that energy. <laughs> you just don't. Right. There are people mm-hmm. who do. And I'm clear that you don't. Right. So you can be grateful right. for that because you don't need to carry that in your body. You just you're clear about mm-hmm. that. You know. So I just do, the angels are saying welcome into your life some new new paths. You know, just some new paths. And it's not personal, it's energy. Do you see a nice young guy coming in my life in that new path? (laughs) Well, because my time is up on this show, I really can't go into that. But but basically what I'll say is, if that is your prayer in your heart, that is your prayer in your heart, the Mm -hmm. angels have heard your prayer. Now what you want to do is to stay in that embraced vision of what that is and then take any actions that you're guided to take to fulfill it because the, the only men that will come to your door is the UPS guy and the pizza delivery person, right? You know, that's it. Mm-hmm. So it, it says to move it, Basically you have to take some actions. And I did pull one card for you from the butterfly deck and the, the, the card is grief work. I don't know if anyone has died in the past year or recently, or even a pet. Um, yeah, or, or the grief could very mm. well be the the ending of those relationships that you were talking about, that you're feeling that mm, there's something. Yeah. That's what I see is the grief. But we're asking you here is not to, it's okay to acknowledge it, but you don't have to sit in it because that will block your ability to attract this nice young man. Do you see that? You, mm-hmm. can't, you don't want to hold those two energies, yeah. Okay. Okay, well, thanks for your help. You're so welcome. Thank you for calling in today. Yeah. And uh, again, follow, follow me here if you want to know when my next show is. And uh, Okay, I will. 
Take care and blessings to you. And I also envision this nice young man coming into your life just to know that once you've asked, your prayers have been heard. Just be ready. Just be ready. And allow that goodness, that lightness, the wonderful being to just be with you. And focus on that instead of, you know, things that don't light you up. All right? And that's the best thing to do. Okay. Thank you. Have a great night. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, so that is the end of our show. We went a tad over. And again, follow me here at Blog Talk Radio. Let's ask the angels for the next update of my show. And also on um, B. Calvano Coaching on Facebook, I will be doing a Facebook Live this week with also doing readings. And in the New York City area on October 29th, at the New Life Expo. Have a beautiful evening, everyone. And remember, the angels are with you. All you have to do is ask.